It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver, and Tommy Shepard has made a trade. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards Podcast. It's your, it's your host, the real Ed Oliver. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. So Tommy Shepard has made a trade, Ish trading Ish Smith and KCP for Monte Morris and Will the Thrill Barton. But before we do get started, this episode is brought to you by Arcade One Up. Locked on Wizards is partnering partnering with RK One Up to give away three free NBA Jam Shack machines. That's right, three. These are the guys known for making their incredible retro three-quarter scale at home arcade games like Pac-Man, Golden Tee, and many more. Enter to win on rk1up.com slash locked on. That's rk1up.com slash locked on for your chance to win one. So we are live talking about this one. So I'm gonna give my takes on what I thought about the trade, and then I'll get to the chat. I know people are excited about the trade the unknown isn't what's going on i'm gonna get to the comments in, in a second so i'm just gonna talk about the trade and break it down here so the wizards trade for monte morris is he the answer to the wizards point guard question mark to fill that void and that need they only had ish smith under contract his contract wasn't even guaranteed fully guaranteed i do think the nuggets are going to keep him ish smith has been on 13 this will be his 13th team if i'm not mistaken so um, thank you, Ish Smith, for his services. Thank you, KCP, for his services. Monte Morris is a solid point guard. I do want to go over his stats and his numbers here. But, you know, the question, of course, is, you know, does does this move move the needle? But I think the, the Wizards get two solid players. Of course, the history with Wes Unsell Jr. being the assistant coach, uh, coaching up Monte Morris, coaching Will, Will Barton. Monte Morris was a starting point guard with Jamal Murray being out. 
Michael Porter Jr. being out. Monte Morris had a good season last year, had a, a career highs and points, 12.6 points per game, 4.4 assists per game, was fifth in assists to turnover ratio. And this is what the Wizards were looking for. They're looking for a pass-first point guard, a guy that does not need the basketball in his hands to be successful. They're trying to find a guy that fits next to Bradley Bill. Malcolm Brogdon, the asking price was too high. DeJounte Murray, the asking price was too high. John Wall signs with the Los Angeles Clippers. Other point guards just not available. Colin Sexton is a name that's been thrown around. Does he really fit next to Bradley Bill? So Monte Morris is a solid fit next to Bradley Bill. Is he really a starting point guard? He's been a backup point guard for the majority of his career. He had to start with Jamal Murray being out, and he, he I thought he did well with that role. 86% from the free throw line, shot 39% from the three-point line, shooting uh, shooting at least shooting four threes per game. So he, he's, he's a guy that is able to space the floor, doesn't need the ball in his hands, and the Wizards need shooting. They need guys that can put the ball in the basket from the three-point line, like it's average 12 points a game, one of the highest uh, – a turnover to assist ratios um, was ranked 20th in, uh, I'm sorry, he was ranked ninth in defensive real plus minus. Will Barton as, as well was ranked at 20th in defensive real, real plus minus as well, according to ESPN statistics. Um, so it, it's a solid trade. I think the Wizards, Tommy Shepard is really good at making trades. Drafting is something that he needs to improve on. Monte Morris is a solid pickup. Is he an all-star or even a legitimate starter? Those are the question marks there for sure. Um, but given given up KCP, who was one of your better defenders, if not your best defender, it was between him and Denny Avdia last year, and your best three point shooter, shoot, uh, KCP shooting thirty nine percent from the three point line, to bring in a point guard of Monte Morris, you get two valuable players. Will Barton is a rotational guy. I do want to talk about later of you know what what the rotation look like look like is Tommy Shepard done yet making moves? They still need another point guard on this roster. They did bring in Chris Dunn. Um, Cassius Winston signed a, a deal with the Sixers, a two way deal. Um, they picked up Anthony Gills. They tender Anthony Gills. Those are the roster moves that have been made. I haven't made a podcast in a couple of days here. I just wanted to get back, of course. Um, but it's it's, so, it's a solid move. Like I said earlier, Wes is familiar with Monte. He's familiar with Will Barton. The fit next to Bradley Bill, I think it can work. And does it move the needle? Does it make them a playoff team? That's another question mark there. I think it's kind of in that play-in range, maybe seven, eight, nine, ten. I can see that they still have to make more roster moves. Do they have a small four? Will Will Barton start? Will Denny start? Will Rui start at the small four? Or Kuz? They still have a log jam at that forward spot. Um, so it, it's still a lot of question marks there. But I do uh, – I, I like the move. I think Monte Morris is a solid point guard. He's a steady Eddie point guard. He can knock down shots from the mid-range. I do – let me go over the contracts here as well to get you guys up to speed on that as well. So they Monte Morris is on a favorable deal. He's on a favorable deal, a favorable contract. Uh, here he's making about nine million dollars per year. The Wizards do have him under contract until 2024, so he'll, he'll be under contract this year, nine million dollars, and then in 2024 he'll be under contract not for nine million dollars. So you give up KCP and Ish for Monte Morris and Will Barton. I think it's a solid deal, and I think the Wizards did get the better the better of the trade because you get a point guard that can defend. Monte Morris is a solid defender, which is what they were looking for. Is he a taller guard? He's not. He's about six foot three or six foot two. Um, looking it up right now, he's he's six. Monte Morris is about six foot two, so he doesn't. He's six foot two hundred eighty three pounds, so he doesn't fit the taller guard that they were looking for. But he's a pass. He's a point guard. He's looking to pass. He hit a game winner against the Warriors. That was super clutch. He stepped up big time for the for the Nuggets this time in big moments. He hits a lot of clutch baskets next to Jokic, uh, playing well for them and stepping up. 
Uh, he was a mid-range assassin as well. He was a mid-range assassin. He took 38% of his shots from the mid-range, which was at the 68th percentile. He shot 48% from the mid-range, which is in the 90th percentile um, per basketball index. So he is a he's a knockdown shooter from the mid-range, and he shot the ball well from the three-point line as well. Um, so those are some those are some positives from Monte Morris. Will Barton is a bucket getter. He is from Baltimore. Kyle Kuzma also tweeted out that Monte Morris and Kyle Kuzma played together when they were younger. Will Barton's from the area from Baltimore. Had a couple big games. He's he's a guy that's not afraid to take big shots either. Um, you look at his contract as well. Will Barton this year he only has one year left on his deal coming up, which is fourteen million dollars. KCP was making fourteen million dollars in Ishmith. If the if the Nuggets guarantee his contract, which most likely they will. Ish Smith will be making about $4 million coming up. So the Nuggets, the reason why the Nuggets made this trade is because, you know, they got Bones Highland as a backup point guard. They still have Campazzo, Jamal Murray's coming back. So they looked at Monte Morris and, and Will Barton like these guys are expendable. So they got guys coming back, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray coming back. So that's why they look to make this deal. So did Tommy Shepard fleece the Nuggets? I wouldn't say he fleeced the Nuggets, but I think it's a good deal bringing in a, a solid point guard who's a steady Eddie guy, can bring up the ball, doesn't turn the ball over, is looking to pass, doesn't need the ball in his hands. And you bring a guy on Will Barton who can score and can fill it up. Will Barton's another guy. The Wizards want to get better defensively and shooting the three ball. Pulling up Will Barton's numbers as well from the three. I'll do this real quick. And then I do want to talk about some of the rotations and then also some rumors that the Wizards are connected to Victor Oladipo and that Kyle Kuzma is on the – that he's a, he's has been made available as well. This is per Jake Fisher of Bleacher Report. Will Barton averaged 14 points a game, 3.9 assists per game, five rebounds per game. And looking at his shooting numbers, shot 36% from three on six three-point attempts per game, which is, at, which is at a high clip. The Wizards need shooting desperately. Will Barton shot 38% from the three-point line in 2021 as well. And his field goal percentage was 40, 43% from the field. Solid numbers. Got to the free throw line uh, one about two times a game, shot 80% from the free throw line. So we got guys that can come in and shoot and can defend. And Will Barton was one of the top chasers in the NBA, one of the off-ball, ch- one of the best off-ball chasers. The off-ball chaser is a guy that can chase guys off the ball, shooters, your Duncan Robinsons of the world. He's the guy that's chasing those guys and following them around. Um, this is per basketball index as well. Will Barton was number five in the top chasers in our off-ball chaser defensive metric. He was number five, ranked fifth in the NBA. So he brings three and D ability. Is he going to start at that three-man spot? It's a question mark. It's going to be a battle. It's, we have a long jam at the four in the three spot. Rui, Denny, Corey Kispert. Johnny Davis is more of a two. We still need a backup point guard. And I, I do think Monte Morris is going to start. I do. I really do think he's going to start. I do want to talk somewhat of, about the rotation for the Washington Wizards coming up. But before we do get to that, this one, this episode is brought to you by Arcade One Up. Boom, shakalaka. We have big news. The one, the only NBA jam is back. Arcade One Up, the leader in at-home retro arcade games is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they've made it bigger than ever with a wait-for-it Shaq Edition machine. People are obsessed with NBA Jam, and I'm thrilled to tell our listeners that you can only once again play hoops with NBA legends in this arcade classic. Jump clear across the court and set the ball on fire in one of the first sports games ever to feature real and digitized NBA licensed teams. No fouls, no free throws, and no quarters required. Compete with friends and family through all new Wi-Fi leaderboards, making you more connected than ever. Pre-order now from RK1Up.com. That's RK1Up.com for an estimated early September ship date. RK1Up is the place for fun. They've got even more classics like Golden Tee, Mortal Kombat, and many other star- many others starting at just $399. Check this out. They're giving away an NBA Jam Shack Edition to a locked-on listener. Enter for a chance to win a game console for your man cave at RK1Up.com. 
slash locked on. That's arcade, the number one up.com slash locked on. You've got till July 8th to enter to win NBA Jam Shack Edition console. Don't miss out. Enter today. Who are you going to play with? The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so I do want to get to the outlook and the rotation for this roster now. So I do think the starting five, of course, is going to be uh, Monte Morris. I, I really do. I think he's going to be that starting point guard. I think they're bringing him to start. I think the familiarity with Wes Unsell Jr., I think he fits with it, what they're looking for. I just don't see them being able to acquire somebody like a DeJounte Murray. I don't see them being able to acquire SGA or a Malcolm Brogdon. I don't think they want to. I think they, di- they didn't want to give up that 10th pick in the lottery that they had. They used on Johnny Davis. I just don't think they wanted to give up draft capital. I think the Pacers are looking for draft capital, future picks, and more assets for Malcolm Brogdon. And you had to match salaries of the $22 million for Malcolm Brogdon. Of course, the Wizards are over the salary cap. They're below the luxury tax. So I just... I just didn't see that happening. I, I thought Malcolm Brogdon possibly, but bringing in Monte Morris, it just tells me that, hey, I, I do see him as the starting point guard. I think the, what the Wizards are going to do, I think they're going to do a point guard by, by committee approach. There's no perfect point guard. Them seeing, I don't know if John Wall was actually a realistic option, but seeing him move on to the Clippers, you look at the other options like Ricky Rubio, Dennis Schroeder, um, Tyus Jones. They were connected to Tyus Jones as well. I think that's off the t- table now. They could use the mid-level exception to bring in the Tyus Jones, but it's kind of like you have two similar point guards, two shorter guards. I think they want to bring in a bigger guy. The Wizards are connected to Victor Oladipo per Jake Fisher, and I think that's a guy I think they really should heavily go after. He's not a point guard, but he could be a combo guard, and he can bring the ball up for sure. For the Miami Heat this past year, he was playing the point guard in the playoffs at times, and he was guarding the point guard position. He was the guy that was their point of attack defender. Monte Morris can be a solid point of attack defender as well, but I do think the Wizards are going to take a point guard by committee approach. Monte Morris is a good point guard, but is he is he a legitimate starting point guard? He's not. Um, so I, I do think they need to bring in more guys. They did sign Chris Dunn, or he's on that summer league roster, and he is a good defender, but he's more of a third-string guy. He's kind of proven that throughout his career. So I, I do like Chris Dunn, but as a, as a backup, you, you just need more. So um, my potential starting five, I had Monte Morris. Bradley Bill at the two, Will Barton at the three, Kyle Kuzma at the four. Kyle Kuzma, like I said, has been is made available per uh, from rival teams per Jake Fisher. He has said that. Porzingis at the five. So Kuz would be my four. Porzingis would be my five. Will Barton at the three right now. If Denny can show improvement over the offseason, finishing with his left hand and knocking down threes, then sure, I could see him starting. Rui at the three has to improve defensively. But right now, I just see the familiar, familiarity with Wes Enzo Jr. and Will Barton. I could see Will coming up uh, starting, or I could see Will coming off the bench as just as, as a microwave score. I could certainly see that. Will Barton is known as a scorer. He's a three-level scorer. He's a guy that can take you off the dribble, off the bounce, and can just get buckets, and he's athletic. He can play above the rim as well. Um, and then off the bench is Johnny Davis, uh, who we just drafted from Wisconsin, who's a legitimate defender and, and uh, a great rebounder, eight and a half rebounds per game. Great mid-range scorer. Can he knock down the three is the question mark for Johnny Davis. But I have Johnny Davis coming off the bench for um, Bradley Bill. Denny 
would be your three coming off the bench behind Will Barton. Kispert has to get in there somewhere. Rui is your four man behind Kyle Kuzma. Daniel Gaffer is your five man right behind Chris Esperzingis. And then it's a question mark who's your backup behind Monte Morris. I have Victor Oladipo. If they sign him, I would have him fighting with Monte Morris for that point guard spot. But I, I don't. I just don't know who they would sign, or do they make a trade to find somebody else or another wing? Because they still have a question mark at that three. But they still don't really have a natural small four. K- KCP played the small four position last year, but he's six foot five. He's more of a shooting guard. So they still technically really have a, a question mark at who's the natural three man. I, I have Will Barton starting right now. So, um, but as far I'll make two last points about Victor. I, like I said, I would I would love to if they can get him on the mid level exception. I would love to bring him in. He would bring a lot of defense to this roster and play at the point of attack and create steals. You saw what he did against the Sixers, against James Harden, um, just playing the pass lanes and just being a pest. I think he would be a great addition as a backup. I'll call him a combo guard. Uh, Kyle Kuzma on the trade block. I would like to see the Wizards keep Kyle Kuzma. Um, but if he does get on the um, – if they in the, the only reason, the only way I would trade Kyle Kuzma is if they're bringing a better plan, packaging for an all-star I've seen um, the Wizards are reportedly interested in John Collins as well. If they trade Kyle Kuzma for John Collins or something like that, that's a lateral move. I know the salaries wouldn't match there because Kyle Kuzma, I understand he has the player option next year. So it's, it's sometimes it's better to be proactive and make a move and trade him before the contract, before he um, opts out of the deal and he's going to need more money. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's the only way I'm trading Kyle Kuzma is if you're going to bring in a, a significant upgrade. Other than that, I would rather just keep him for now. So um, that's what I have for my starting five. Anthony Gill is going to be on the roster as well. So that's my rotation right there. Monte Morris, Bradley Bill at the two. Will Barton at the three. Kyle Kuzma at the four. Porzingis at the five. Does this move move the needle? It, it doesn't really move the needle, in my opinion. I think, I think it does make them better. But honestly, the Wizards, what I've been thinking as well, the Wizards can improve roster-wise, but the East can improve as well. Like You still have the Celtics. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown aren't going anywhere for a long time. Giannis, Giannis is not going anywhere for a long time. Middleton and Drew Holiday, they're not going anywhere for a long time. The Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler, they're not going anywhere for a long time. Um, they still have Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Kyle Lowry, Marquise Morris, or, or I'm sorry, Marcus Morris. They still, Eric Spolstra is still there. He's going to be there for a while. And Max Struess and uh, Gabe Vincent, they just, they just know how to coach guys up and get the better at a second round of undrafted guys. So the Miami Heat culture just alone is is going to be a, they're just going to have a better roster than the Wizards. The Sixers with Joel Embiid, the Nets, Kyrie Kyrie Irving opting back in. Kevin Durant is going to be there next year. So that's four or five teams. I'm probably missing some teams as well. They're just going to have better rosters than the Washington Wizards. The Toronto Raptors, Scotty Barnes, Cavaliers are young and getting better with Evan Mobley and Darius Garland. So does it really move the needle? It doesn't. Bradley Bill, of course, coming back. Porzingis, they all have to stay healthy, obviously, but it does not move the needle for me. I, I could see maybe 40, 41 wins. And I do think this will be better for West Unser Jr. Just having him be comfortable with guys that he knows. I know last year he had a, he had a problem policing the locker room and commanding the locker room and, and leading them. There was just a lot of um, chemistry issues there. And I, I think you, you won't really get that with Monte Morris and Will Barton. If Will Barton is still on the roster, there's a possibility where they could still move Will Barton to bring somebody else in, somebody who's better, maybe another point guard, maybe another wing an all-star wing. If somebody's made available, there's not a lot of people out there that are available, but I do want to get to the chat here um, and get what you guys take on it. Um, tomorrow I'll be having Troy Halliburton coming in to uh, talk about the move and just talk about Wizards basketball in, in general. But uh, before we do get to you guys and, and I get to talk to you guys about the move, 
90 people are in the chat. Thank you guys for coming in on YouTube. Make sure you guys subscribe, hit the notification bell as well. This episode is brought to you by Sakara. Feeling your best starts with what you eat. Sakara helps you live a healthy, balanced life lifestyle and truly enjoy it with delicious, plant-rich, transformational nutrition that builds a foundation for living in your best body. Now is the time to seek wellness, joy, and abundance in all areas of your life, starting with what you eat. With Sakara, you get nutrient-dense meals, snacks, and supplements that nourish your body without ever sacrificing taste or quality. Looking and feeling your best shouldn't mean deprivation. Instead, choose joy and abundance. Sakara's organic plant-rich transformation, transformational nutrition programs are designed to help you cultivate body intelligence so you can nourish your body and experience the results you want. Sakara is, well, is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash locked on 20 or enter code locked on 20 at checkout. That's Sakara, S A K A R A dot com slash locked on 20 to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash locked on 20. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's get to the chat here. Like I said, there's 90 people in here, so I know there's a lot of comments here. Um, the unknown ism says, what's up, Ed? Sam Davis says, yes, sir. Sam Davis says, what do you think of the Murray trade now? Will Barton stay? Um, I just don't see us getting to Jonte Murray. Um, there's a report also that said they, they want three first round picks and a role player. I know the Hawks have been really engaged with the uh, Spurs. Uh, they offered, I want to say they offered Danilo Gallinari and three first round picks. The Wizards have a lot of protections on their pick. If I'm the Wizards, I would definitely give up three first round picks in a role in a player. If it had to be Danny Kuz or Rui, just because the Wizards they need talent, they need all star talent, and to compete with the East, like I just named Giannis, Jimmy, KD, Kyrie, James Harden, Joel Embiid. Um, the, the Nets have Ben Simmons too. If he ever if he ever comes back, you got Jalen Brown and the Celtics and 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 um, Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart at Horford. Those teams are just, they're just better than the roster wise. They're just better than the Washington Wizards. So if you're adding talent. I'm all for it. And, and DeJounte Murray is, what, 25 years old on a $16 million a year contract? I mean, that's just a favorable contract. I don't see why you wouldn't trade uh, the, the picks in a player for DeJounte Murray. I know it hurts your death, but right now, where is your death really getting you? And right now, the Wizards have a long jam. They have a long jam at that 4-3 spot. Rui, Denny, um, now Will Barton, Kuzma, Kispert. You know, so they have a they have a log jam there, and, and the Wizards were better with less last year when they consolidated and guys were out. Um, and some unfortunately in health and safety protocols, and when they made the trade, the Wizards looked a lot better moving the ball. Brad looked more comfortable when Denny Dinwiddie wasn't playing, and other guys were out. Um, so I, I just think the Wizards need to consolidate if they're able to bring in top tier All Star talent. I'm all for it for sure. Uh, Chris says great move. I, I, like I said earlier, Tommy Shepard is really good at making trades, drafting. Definitely has some improvement areas in drafting. I like the Johnny Davis pick a lot. I love the the defense that Johnny Davis is going to bring and the energy he's going to bring. He's a mid-range assassin. Dropped 37 points and 14 boards against Purdue. So I'm, I'm excited to see Johnny Davis play. But um, I do think that uh, Tommy Shepard needs to improve on his drafting for sure. Um, Jay Terry says, wow, Koo said him and Monte were in second grade together. Always wanted to play on some NBA team. Yeah, I, I said that earlier too. I did see that tweet where, where Kyle Kuzma tweeted out 
that he um, him and him and Monte him and Monte Morris grew up together playing basketball. So that, that is pretty good, pretty cool. Um, and Will Barton is from Baltimore. Dwayne Sanso Jr. is from Baltimore as well. He went to Loyola Blakefield in Baltimore. So there's a, there's some small local connections there too. Uh, Bubba said heard that too. That's pretty cool. Um, Aris Pluggis says, "Are you sure this trade makes Wiz contenders?" Question mark. Granting that Bradley Bill resigns, so Bradley Bill is is likely to resign. He's going to opt out of his deal. Obviously, we've we've been talking about this for years now that he's going to sign the five year, two hundred forty eight million dollar deal, the thirty five percent of the salary cap. We'll see if Tommy negotiates anything else for anything less than that. We'll see, but most likely it's going to be that deal um, that he's going to get that money for sure. Um, does it does it does the trade make his contenders? I already said I don't think it makes its contenders contenders for sure. The play in and the playoffs, yeah, I think we can make the playoffs. Uh, we're talking about playoffs. I, I think we can make the playoffs as an eighth seed. Um, it may look like a gentleman sweep, like it did when we made it with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill in the first round against the Sixers. But Monte Morris is a good player. He's a good player. He plays hard. He can shoot the three. He can shoot the mid range. He's not scared of clutch moments. Like I said, he hit that game winner against the Warriors. I want to say back in February, look that up on YouTube. He, he, he was he was clutch. Didn't play well in the playoffs um, this year in the first round, but he, he tried. I think he just maxed out and capped out in the playoffs. Uh, and he, he is he's 6'3", which is not the tallest guard in the world. But I just think the Wizards, they weren't going to find the perfect point guard. It, when Tommy Shepard and, and Weston Jr. talked about their point guard, kind of like a build-a-bear, the build-a-point guard that they wanted, they just weren't going to get that. They weren't going to get the perfect guy. Malcolm Brogdon was available, but they, they didn't want to give up the 10th pick. They didn't want to give up too much for a guy that's injury prone. And a positive, too, I want to look at the games that Monte Morris has played or that he's missed. You know, Monte Morris, this is Will Barton here. He played 71 games this past year, 56 games the year before. But I do want to look at the injury history of Monte Morris. The thing is, Malcolm Brogdon, the injury history was a concern with him. Uh, Monte Morris played 75 games in 2022. Monte Morris played 47 games in 2021. He played in 73 games in 2020. He played in 82 games in 2019. So, He's been pretty darn durable. He's been pretty durable. His rookie season, he played, he played in the G League, so he, he only played in three games for the Nuggets. But he's been pretty reliable. He went to Iowa State as well. He's 27 years old. Will Barton, I'll look him up as well, just looking at the age so we can get context uh, for Will Barton. But they're both, they're both on, on solid contracts. Will Barton is 31 years old. 31 years old. So um, does it make the Wizards a contender? Contender for the playoffs and in, in, in the play-in. I would definitely say that for sure. Uh, Fred Fezzo says, I need to see these guys play a bit. Don't really care about the contracts. Um, yeah, I just got to talk about the contracts. We got to know what's going on with his team. The Wizards are over the cap. Obviously, they had the mid-level exception and the biannual exception to use. Um, they can't really sign anybody outright unless it's a minimum deal or using the mid-level exception. Um, so you just have to know. We, ha we have to know the contracts and the, the context of um, the, the money that the Wizards have to use. So, Uptown Dre says, yo, Edo, solid, solid trade. Morris and Will Barton plus minus D rating was outstanding. Yeah, they do have a good defensive defensive plus minus rating, which is solid for the Wizards. They, the, Tommy Shepard and Wes Unso Jr., they always look at the plus minus rating for players. They do look at analytics, and they did they did great out. Like I said, Will Barton, uh, that tra chaser role, to explain what the chaser role is, it's kind of like when you're following a shooter around off ball, you're just following the guy, tracking a, a guy around like a Duncan Robinson who likes to run around shooters all the time. Um, Will Barton's really good at that. He's he's being a pass, getting the passing lanes. He's six foot five. He has long arms too. He can get the passing lane too, and he can get down in a defensive stance. So I think Will Barton will help out and be a solid defender as well for the Washington Wizards. I know a lot of Nuggets fans on social media were saying Will Barton is not a good defender, um, 
and that he does his shot selection is a little off. So that's the only thing. Will Barton, his shot selection get a little erratic, and that, that's what happens when you're a scorer. Sometimes you, you get hot, and you can take some microwave, some heat check shots, and I think th- those are some of the cons with Will Barton. But the Wizards, they need guys who can create a shot for themselves, and I think Will Barton is a guy that can do that, somebody who can dribble with both hands, is ambidextrous, three-level scorer that can get to the basket and, and, and get some shots up for the Wizards. Uh, Morris, number one point guard, and Barton, number two in small four rating. Yes, sir. We are looking at Javon Carter and DeLon Wright. I've, I've heard, I have not seen Javon, Car- Javon Carter so far, but as a backup guard that can defend, and that's that's the defensive mindset. If they do get Javon Carter, he is a legitimate defender. He is a guy that likes to get up in you defensively and, and defend full court. Javon Carter certainly does do that. DeLon Wright is a solid defender as well. He is a taller guard, so he would be taller than you know the guards like last year-ish and, and Nalo Neto. Ben says, I actually like the trade. We're not a contender, but definitely an upgraded point guard. Hopefully we get another point guard like Tyus Jones. Yeah, Tyus Jones could be on the table. You could get him with the middle-level exception. That was reported by Mox Scotto of uh, Hoops Hype. And previous news was that KCP was on the table for Will Barton. They were looking at the trade at the trade trade deadline. That was reported as well. Um, so I, I like the trade, too. I like the trade. I think they, do, they, get, they get a point guard. I do think Monte is going to be the starter. I don't see them bringing out bringing in anybody else who would be better that is really available. Honestly, um, we're not we're not a championship contender. We're just not. Um, but we can definitely get into the play in and get into the playoffs. Now, if the playoffs and play in is your goal, then, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a questionable goal. You always want to compete for a championship. You know, so is it, you know, Ted Leonson said he will never, ever tank. So, you know, or if your goal is just to make the play in in the playoffs, I do question that. You know, you look at other teams that are rebuilding and getting better. You look at the Pistons. You look at the Rockets. They're getting young talent. It's going to take years to get better. But, you know, so they do want to keep Brad. They do want to keep Porzingis. And, you know, and, and Kuzma, we'll see if he stays. If the cards shake right, can the Wizards make the playoffs and maybe get to the second round? I think that's that's your optimistic, wishful thinking for the Washington Wizards right now. But Tommy Shepard, I don't think he's done yet. I don't think he's done yet. And Bradley Bill, he does play better against with a pass first point guard last year, him and Dinwiddie was just, it was not a good fit. It was kind of like your turn, my turn kind of thing where they're both looking to score. Spencer Dinwiddie, he's just, a, he's better at, at being a sixth man scorer. And Monte Morris is more of a natural point guard who's looking to set up the offense. Who's not going to turn the ball over, had a high assist to turnover ratio, can shoot the three, can shoot the mid range as well. Um, Lander 22 says Monte, Bill Kuzma, Porzingis, Gafford, Denny Abia, Rui Hachimura, Kispert, davis squad and all caps i think it's a solid i think it's a solid you got some young talent there dude they just gotta they gotta make some leaps denny has to make a leap i want to see him improve with with left hand finish with left hand dribbling and finishing layups around the rim Rui has to be better defensively Rui improved from the three-point line shooting 44 percent from the three-point line but defensively i think he regressed he always has the mid-range game he's always had that and he can really finish around the rim i do want to see where kisper fits in and where johnny davis fits in you know, as a rookie, you know, they, they they plan on Johnny Davis to get a lot of minutes this year. They talked about Johnny Davis being point guard. So would he be a backup point guard when he was more naturally a, a two or a three in college? Uptown Dre says also looking at Colin Sexton. Um, I, I don't see cool. I don't see um, them bringing in Colin Sexton. Uh, I know I know they were connected to, to Colin Sexton by a lot by a lot of um, news and, and media outlets for sure, though. Uh, Sam Davis says Kuz isn't is not leaving. Um, you know, we, we just don't know. We don't know. I, I'd rather them keep Kyle Kuzma for sure, but we just don't know for sure. Uh, the unknown is a good question. I just talked about this. How and where does Johnny Davis fit in? Johnny Davis, um, he would be the backup point guard to Bradley Bill. I, I talked about this. So this is my rotation. I have Monte Morris at the one, Bradley Bill at the two, Will Barton at the three. This is my starting five. Kyle Kuzma at the four, Porzingis at the five. 
Um, you still have a question mark for the backup point guard to Monte Morris. Johnny Davis would be Bradley Bill's backup shooting guard. Denny would be the backup three to Will Barton. Rui Hachimura would be the backup four. And I didn't even name Corey Kispert yet. Daniel Gaffer would be the backup five to Porzingis. So you still have a log jam of guys there. Anthony Gill is still on the roster, as most likely will be on the roster. So um, Johnny Davis will be your backup shooting guard. I think he'll be your scorer with the second unit. They'll give him the ball most likely where he's comfortable, maybe in the mid post or in the mid range game. That's where he was really comfortable. So I think to make him comfortable out there, and he's going to enter, he's definitely going to play with Bill too. So he has to be better off ball shooting the three. Um, but I, I see him coming off the bench being your backup two, two guard. I do want to see him in the summer league too. I do want to see, I know the summer league is, of course, you don't want to judge the summer league. You know, you're seeing guys like Glenn Rice Jr. win the summer league MVP. Troy Brown had a heck of a, a summer league as well. And it's very different, of course than the uh, regular NBA, but I, I do want to see how they play Johnny Davis in the summer league. Do they play him at point guard a little bit here and there? I do want to see that. Um, Uptown Dre says, yo, we might be looking to trade Kuzma if the price is right. He has one year left on his deal. Just saying, I, I yeah, I, I talked about that. I, I would not trade Kuzma unless it's for a move to better the roster. If it's a lateral move, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'd rather keep Kuzma. If they're really trying to compete for the um, playoffs, then I think Kuzma is a guy that you want to keep. Uh, yes, Kyle Kuzma does have a player option after this season. He's on a favorable deal, making about $13 million per year. He's going to opt out. I talked about his contract. He, Harrison Barnes make, is making about $20 million. Danilo Gallinari is about making about 18, 20 mil. Um, Bogdanovich that we used to have from the Wizards on the Jazz, he's making about 18 mil. Um, the, the one from the Hawks is around that range too. There's just guys that I feel like Kyle Kuzma is just as good or better than. So it would serve him better to opt out. After this season, after the 2023 season, and he, I could see him making around 20 million. If he plays the way he did, 17 points a game, eight boards a game, 24 double-doubles on the season, led the team in double-doubles, um, almost led the team in rebounding as well, if it wasn't for Porzingis, um, was clutch, was number two, hit 17 clutch three-pointers this season, was number two in clutch three-pointers made this past year. So Kyle Kuzma earned his money for sure. He definitely deserves more than $13 million. Uh, Sam Davis, yes. Kyle Kuzma has one year left on his deal basically after uh, this season. Um, take that says, do they still see uh, Johnny Davis as a shooter? Um, I think he can improve because if you look at the Wisconsin games, he had the ball in his hands. He had a high usage. He had 31.6 usage uh, usage rate. Excuse me. And he had Tommy Shepard said that Johnny Davis had a lot of grenade shots where he had to take the shot at the last second of the shot clock where, you know, they, they kind of gave him the ball and he just had to create. He had to make a lot of tough shots. So he will be playing off ball. Um, you look at the shooting stroke, it's good. I, I heard in his workout he didn't shoot the ball well in his pre-draft workout, but I, I do see some shooting prowess there. His freshman year, he shot the ball at a high clip. He didn't shoot many threes, but um, I thought he shot the ball pretty well as a freshman from the three-point line. Um, Sam Davis says he will play he will play both. I think you're I think Sam is talking about Johnny Davis playing point guard and shooting guard. Yes, a combo guard. Brandon Scott, what's good, Biggie? What's going on? My guy Brandon Scott, what's up, man? Thank you for tuning in. Take that says Johnny Davis is a backup point guard. I, if if Davis is a backup point guard, I guess we're done. I wouldn't say that. He's he's got to learn the possession. But if you watch his tape and his in, in some of his film, he he made a lot of open shots. He was able to generate open shots for his guys. They just weren't able to knock down a lot of shots at Wisconsin. The offense basically ran through Johnny Davis. Um, LK says Monte Brad Porzinga Gaffer who plays small forward. Johnny Davis, Corey Kispert, Denny, and Rui. Don't forget Will Barton. Will the Thrill can definitely play the three as well. It's not ideal, but I think he, I think he, I think day one he starts as the uh, small four. Now, is he going to be traded? Will he be used as a trade asset? 
who knows? Will Barton only has one year left on his contract as well. So that's that's definitely a tradable contract right there, making $14.7 million per year. Sam Davis says, yeah, Kuz has two left and might get an, an extension here. Um, I do want to pull up Kyle Kuzma's contract here really quickly, and then I'm going to sign out uh, here pretty soon. We'll talk about this more in depth tomorrow. Like I said, Troy Halliburton uh, will be coming on as, as a special guest tomorrow. So I do want you guys to tune into that. It should be a good episode. He always has some good insight for the Washington Wizards. Yes, Kyle Kuzma, 2023, he's going to be making $13 million. The 2024 season, he has a player option of $13 million. So if, if I'm Kyle Kuzma, the way he played this past season, if he keeps it up, I'm looking at that $13 million, and I'm, I'm kind of laughing at it, to be honest, for Kyle Kuzma. Um, Uptown Dre says, starters Monte Bill, Barton, Kuz, Porzingis, Bench, Johnny Davis, Corey Kispert, Denny Abia, Hachimura, and Gafford, two-way center, Vernon Carey Jr., and Isaiah Todd. Um, let's see here. I hero. I hero says, I left, I left, I missed that comment there. I got to find it. There's a lot of comments coming in here. So I'm trying to respond to everybody. If, if I can, um, I hero says in my mind, we're going to trade Chris house Porzingis for Deandre Aiden and give him the contract. The Suns won't give him. I don't see that happening. I really think Tommy Trevor likes Chris Apps a lot. The way he talked about him. Um, I, 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 I don't see them trading Chris house Porzingis at the moment. Um, Lander 22 says Chris has Porzingis is good with Gafford. Yeah, he did play well with Dan Gafford for the for the limited times they did. I don't see them starting together, but I think they did play well together. They both blocked shots at a high clip. Daniel Gafford averaged one and a half blocks per game. Um, and Porzingis averaged one and a half blocks per game with the Wizards. And I think they can they can they could be solid defensively. It depends on the matchup. If there's a quicker stretch four there, they can put like let's say Jalen Brown plays the four, Jason Tatum plays the four. We don't want to have those two guys out there at the four and the five spot. Uh, but yeah, it's time the Wizards impose their will. You know, you look at the Cavs; they have Evan Mobley and Jared Allen and Laurie Markkinen, and they impose their will. And they have guys that are versatile bigs that can do more than just you know dunk and and run and rim run, rim run. And Porzingis is a guy that can do more. And Gafford would be your shot blocker, a la Jared Allen. So um, it's time the Wizards try to uh, impose their will on teams and just go big and just have a lot of the call. Kuzma would be six ten at the three spot. KP uh, Porzingis would be seven for three at the four spot. And Gaffer would be 6'10". It was just elite athleticism as a big at the center spot. Um, only thing, Gaffer has to stay out of foul trouble. And, of course, he has to um, stay in shape as well. Next comment, uh, take that, says Denny could play. Yeah, he could. He could play small four. I think he's, I think he's better at the four spot, in my opinion. I think, I think Kuzma is better at the four because he can blow by slower guys at the four spot um, and take advantage of that and, and stretch and take guys out off the dribble against fours. Um, and I say, I say the same thing with Denny. I say the same thing with Rui. They can exploit that mismatch against slower fours when they take him out there to the three-point line off the dribble. Or uh, Kuz, when he's knocking down that three, he can just really put guys in a – he can really put guys in a tough spot defensively. When he gets when, – when Kuz gets going, he had eight threes. He was eight for 11 against um, – I want to say the, the Pacers of the, the Nets. He was eight for 11 from the three. So uh, Biggie Steve says big W. Lander, 22, says – Bill point guard, Davis point guard, maybe. Brandon Scott says, why are we trying to make Bill and Davis point guards? Um, yeah, so they're making this move really to make Bradley Bill not play the point guard. So this helps take some pressure off Bradley Bill so he can go back to his natural two-man spot, the shooting guard position where – and he he does bring the ball up a lot. His usage rate has been pretty high in the last couple of years. Um, but this will give Bradley Bill his – and maybe the, the, the shooting numbers will go up since he doesn't have to worry about bringing the ball up. He can play off ball. I think the offense really is going to be run through Porzingis. You look at the, the last couple of games 
um, when the after the trade deadline, the, the, the offense was ran through Chris Tapps, Porzingis at that high post. Even when even when Trez was here, the offense was really ran through uh, Trez at times where he would get the ball at the high post and he would look for the pass and the cutter. So they did that a lot. And I think they can do that better with, with Porzingis and um, Bradley Bill. And you, you see how, not comparing Porzingis to Jokic, but Monte Morris did a good job playing off Jokic. Will Barton did a good job cutting, moving without the basketball with Jokic. And I think Porzingis did a good job passing the ball. A lot of hockey assists Porzingis had in the uh, last couple games of the year. You look at the Lakers game, he, he dominated in that Lakers game as well, and he really controlled the offense at that high post. Uh, Lander22 says, yes, we do need a backup point guard. 100%. We do. We, just, we, need, we need more point guards. I Hero said, would love, I would love to have Victor Oladipo as well. On the mid-level exception, I don't think you have to use the full $10.5 million for Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo, I feel like he wants to go to a place where he can start. Monte Morris most likely felt that way too, you know, in the Nuggets – they wanted to give him an opportunity to start as well. And they know Bones Island was coming back. But Victor Oladipo would be good. And defense is what we need to improve on. If you if you want to find guys that can defend, Victor Oladipo 100% is a guy that can defend. He has the athleticism, the one-two, and the, the foot speed to defend. And I think Victor Oladipo would be perfect for that. Another guy from the DMV, from Maryland, uh, went to high school in, Mar- in the Maryland area, went to Maryland, um, went to high school in Maryland. So, well, Barton from Baltimore, so you get some local guys in here too. That, that's always a nice story. Sam Davis said we need a starting point guard. Um, Lander asked about Dejounte Murray. We're just not, we're not getting Dejounte Murray. Um, Sam Davis says no free free agency or on. Think we will go for. Um, I think Victor Oladipo is a guy that they should definitely target. I like Gary Harris, who uh, played for the Orlando Magic. I think he's a wing that the three and D guy that the Wizards should bring in. He played with the Nuggets as well. Um, so there's some connection there with Wes Unsell Jr. So I would love to see them go after Gary Harris. Those are just some names I can see tomorrow. I'll probably throw it some more free agents that they should target in free agency with the mid-level exception. So we'll see. I'll, I'll look up some list of guys that I have written down. I, I wrote some guys down. I just got to find my list. Uh, well, that's bad, says KP and Gafford was the worst defensive combo in the NBA last year. Um, they didn't play much. So, I mean, I'll look up the numbers on that. But I know the Timberwolves game that they played against each other, they barely played together for one. But when they did play against the Timberwolves, they, they played really well. And they were running the floor together really well as well. Um, one more one more nerdy stat I found, I found about Will Barton is too. Will Barton ranked 13th in the NBA in transition scoring last year. Monte Morris ranked fourth in the league, posting a 4.1 assistant turnover ratio in the half court. So um, good numbers right there. Good numbers right there. All right, last couple of comments. Lior says, what do you think this trade means for Denny Avdia? Um, more competition, more competition. He's going to have to compete. He's going to have to compete with Will Barton for playing time. He's going to have to compete with Rui Hachimura for, for playing time. He's going to have to compete with uh, Corey Kispert for playing time. It's just more competition. Kyle Kuzma as well is involved in that too. We got a log jam there, guys, still from last year. So um, Denny, he is training with Drew Hanlon. I know he's working on that shot. He's working on his ball handling. It's a big year for him. Now, defensively, if you want to start Denny for defense, I could definitely see that happening. I think he would be our, our best defender at the three spot. But um, like I said, offensively, he just has to – he really has to improve. He's a really good passer, and uh, I thought he started to get get to the basket more um, last year after the trade deadline. GK says, Denver here, Monte Morris next to Bradley Bill and Kuzma is a great fit. I, I think so too. It's, it's a guy that doesn't need the ball in his hands to be successful. I thought last year Dinwiddie needed the ball in his hands to be successful last year. Monte Morris is not the case with him. He can be really, really good without the basketball. And he's a guy that doesn't turn the ball over, which is what the Wizards need. Aviv Gaming, I, who do you think should start at the three spot? 
Um, for me right now, it's really a toss up. I don't I don't see anybody really, you know, neck and head and shoulders above anybody right now. But I, I think right now Will Barton would be the uh, best fit to start at, at the three spot. If he comes off the bench as a scorer, I'm certainly fine with that. It could be Denny at the three for defense, but I need to see how he plays this year offensively. He has to make layups and he has to use a left hand as well. The Wizards need spacing for Przingis and Bradley Bill to operate. So um, that's my take on it. I think Will Barton, if I had if I had to bet money, I got Will Barton started at the small four position. GK says Monte does not turn the ball over and is a great guy as Will the throw is too. Yeah, they got good guys, character guys, which is what Tommy Shepard is looking for. Um, and these guys, they, they don't need the ball in their hands to be successful. Um, Diego Mijas says, I really like DeLon Wright for the backup point guard thoughts. DeLon Wright is fine. It depends on how much you're going to pay him. Um, the mid-level exception most likely would be the way you acquire him, maybe like $7.5 million, $9.5 million, $10.5 million. I wouldn't mind that. He brings length, too. He brings length, and he can defend. He can shoot the three as well. He's been a, he's been a solid backup. I remember the playoffs, DeLon Wright for the Raptors, he was cooking the Wizards, and he's capable of coming off the bench and being a good scorer. Um, for the Wizards, so or for any team, for any team. Elizabeth Hayden said, "Isn't KCP Bradley Bill's pal? Are you 100 Bradley going to sign?" Um, he, they are good friends. They are, they are good friends. That is true. So it was interesting because I know a lot of people said that they would not trade KCP because him and Bradley Bill are so close. They grew up together. They've been good friends for a long time. So that is intriguing that they actually did trade KCP on, on looking at it from that way. Um, but I, I, I'm 95% sure that Bradley Bill was on. I think there's $248 million, 248 million reasons why Bradley Bill would sign with the Washington Wizards. If he opts out, he can do a, he can, he will not be able to get, um, it's a $60 million difference. If he signs with a, another team or if he opts into the deal, he, he won't be able to get that $248 million. He can only get that with the Washington Wizards, a five year, $248 million deal with the Washington Wizards. Uh, Ramal Pittman says Gafford with all these strong dunks, he needs to be playing aggressive defense. He does. He needs to play smartly, though. He he fouls. He's foul prone, and there's times where he is out of the game within the first three minutes of the game because he's fouling so much. Um, so does he need to be more aggressive? Sure, but he just has to be smarter defensively. You know, play with your hands up, wall up instead of having your hands over the defender. I know he, he goes for a lot of pump fakes too. Goes for a lot, of, and that, that's what gets him in trouble going for pump fakes and he's getting called for a foul and he's, he's out within the first four to three minutes of his playing time. Um, take that says lots of young and old talent, but we can play better defense this year. Yeah. We can always, we were 26th in defensive rating last year. I was very disappointed by that. Cause I know West Huntsville Jr. is a defensive minded coach. Well, he was the defensive coordinator for the nuggets. Um, and I was, I was disappointed that we actually were worse. Uh, we actually regressed defensively. Scott, under Scott Brooks, we were 20th in defensive rating, and then West Hunter Jr. West Hunter Jr. We go to 26th in defensive rating. Uh, Matt says, "You think Monte Morris will be the ideal point guard? Tommy is looking for pass first point. Yeah, I, I think that's he fits everything that they asked for. Pass first point guard can play defense. Um, he's not the taller point guard that they're looking for, but you're not going to find a six six point guard or six five point guard all the time. So I have no problems with them getting a six three point guard. You know, it's just you know he's taller than Ish and Neto for sure." Um, a lot of guys are, are taller than Ishineto, but um, I, I think he fits what they're looking for. They they didn't have to overpay for Malcolm Brogdon. You're not getting Dejounte Murray. You're not getting SGA. I, I don't see those guys being available unless you really knock off the Spurs uh, with a big trade or with a big offer. Um, so I think you didn't have to give up too many assets. You didn't give up one of the three young guys, one of the three young guns that I call them, Denny, Marie Kispert. You didn't have to give up any of those. And, and Tommy Shepard's not done yet. You didn't have to give up Kuz. Who knows? 
maybe they do make some more trades. Free agency is just starting. It's just it hasn't even started yet. Technically, it hasn't even started yet. The playing guy says, "Great content, man. Keep it up. Thank you. I thank you. Appreciate you uh, for listening, and uh, listening and, and subscribing. I, I really appreciate that. The playing guy. Uh, last two questions here, and then I'll wrap it up, and uh, we'll talk about this more tomorrow. Chuck Kendall says he's a good point guard, but he's just a backup. We need, I I do agree with some of that of what you say. I think naturally on a championship contending team, he's a backup point guard. I do agree with that. I do think he can be a good starter, though, for sure. But I do, I do agree with the the sentiment, your statement that on a championship contender, he, he is a backup point guard. I do, I do agree with that. Bubba says, "This this is probably the last one." Is good that Tommy brings some familiar faces that West knows well. Monte and Will should be good veteran leaders and hopes in whose presence in the locker in the locker room. Yes, the problem last year was the locker room, the KCP and Montrez altercation, the Denny and Davis altercation um the report that it was toxic in the locker room that the the prisoners were running the asylum um, that's what quinn mayo reported that a player texted him so it was a lot of turmoil in the locker room and i think they brought in locker room guys to make weston jr comfortable guys that he knows that he's familiar with and um, i think that's going to be big for west i think that's going to be big for guys that are coachable I'm not saying the guys last year were not coachable but i think that that that, that definitely will help west um be comfortable out there as, as a second year coach um, Bob Hoster's chat is Monte. Who is Monte Morris? I'm new to basketball. Yeah, uh, I'll put a, I'll put a link to his highlights down below so you can check him out. But he's a guy that played for the Nuggets. Went to he went to Iowa State, um, played in the G League his his uh, rookie season. Um, had a good year last year and was a key piece to the to the um, to the Nuggets making the playoffs without Jamal Murray, without Michael Porter Jr. And Monte Morris had to step up big for them. He did. He had to step up big for them, and I thought he played really well. As a, um, as a as a starting point guard for the Washington Wizards. Um, Brandon Scott says, I think we should trade. We should try to get OG Ananobi from the Raptors. They won a lot. They wanted the seventh pick from the Blazers. So I, I just don't see the Wizards doing that. I don't see the Wizards doing that. But he would help. He would be a great 3 and D guy. He would be he would be the answer for the small forward. So the, the void right now, the question marks are the three spot, the small forward spot, and really who's going to be that backup point guard. That, those are still the question marks on the team. And how, how are they going to use Johnny Davis? Those are the questions right there. And what's going to happen with Kyle Kuzma? The targets I like is Victor Oladipo. I hope they bring him in. But I'm going to I'm gonna bring in some um, – tomorrow I'm going to bring up some more free agent targets with the mid-level exception because that's that's all we're really going to be able to use financially um, free agent-wise. I like Malik Monk as well. I like him a lot too. But um, I do want to thank you guys for listening. And making lots of Wizards your first listen every day. Now, for your second listen, get up to date on the latest news and rumors in the NBA in just 30 minutes every day with Locked on NBA. Locked on NBA, your daily NBA update in just 30 minutes. And um, if you guys have any questions, you guys can always email me. Um, I'll put my email down below in the comments section. And you can always DM me on Twitter. You can comment on YouTube, your take, or any questions that you guys have, or any suggestions, any free agent suggestions you guys have. My DMs are always open on Twitter. And I'm always looking at YouTube comments as well. Um, like I told you guys before, my son, his due date is July 4th. So if there are not, if there's like days without episodes, you know, there's a day where there's a gap in episodes, that's why. So I just want to give you guys a head up. So it's not like I'm just going dark on you guys. There's, you know, my son is coming. So, but if there's a big trade or anything like that, that comes up, I'm going to do my best to get up a video. So um, some of these coming back, they did announce the summer league roster. Some league, I want to say the first day is July 9th. I'll come up with the, I'll talk about the, the dates of the summer league as well. I'm very excited for the summer league with Johnny to see what Johnny Davis can do. 
But if you guys want to leave a grade for the trade as well, or DM me or anything you like, or at me on Twitter, you definitely can. Um, hail to the Wizards. Everybody have a good day. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.